Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. I'm Mark Tapper. My father, Howard, built Tapper's jewelry from nothing. Imagine this. Mid-70s, dad has a young family and a good job, and he's about to quit. He wants his own business. Found a location, sketched out the design on a napkin. He just needed the money. Oh, right, the money. His mother had a little, then he asked his in-laws. I wouldn't have the nerve. But he did, and mom's parents gave what they could. But that still left him $5,000 short. And so, he sold his car. 1976 Oldsmobile Cutlass. His dream car. But the store? That was his real dream. The car had to go. That's what fathers did in those days. Today, dad's mostly retired. Tapper's Jewelry employs 143 people in Metro Detroit, and I get to sit in his chair. If I could, I'd buy that old cutlass back for him. Goodness knows he earned it. Tappers, tell us your story. Thanks for listening to our story. Visit Tapper's Jewelry because we'd like to hear yours. Hey, it's Stephen Semple here, and this week we're doing something a little bit different. We've given Dave Young the week off, and instead I have with me one of our business partners from Atlantic Canada, Matthew Burns. And there's a number of things that uh, Matt wanted to talk about and, and share. So what's what, what's up, man? What did you want to talk about? We've been listening to you ramble on about business success for, for a year and a bit, like a year and a half. And it's just, it's been incredible to listen to. The, the problem is I don't think your listeners really understand why you're rambling on about business success. Um, outside of there's, you, I mean, you give lessons, which is great. But... Why? I'm going to ask you a question. How did you get started with the podcast? And what you mean by that is where did this idea come from? Yeah, I wish I could give a really easy answer to that. <laughs> but it's a very multi, multi-stepped, multi-stepped answer. Because it was literally easily a year of exploration before landing on the podcast. So I guess the first part is why did I want to do podcasting? And frankly... What I wanted to do is share some of my thoughts, ideas with audience, build relationship with folks, and hopefully, you know, build my marketing business. I mean, quite frankly, you've been telling some of these stories to business partners for, I mean, like all of us have heard you talk about, oh man, you, you guys, you, did you know this about this company? Did you know this about this company? And, and, and it backed up a lot of the things that we had been doing, but I don't think people understand that about you, how much of a story collector and storyteller you are. Dave says it in the intro, but I don't think people understand that. This is a really interesting story. Gary Bernier, one of our other business partners and myself, both met Rick from Pawn Stars, you know, the, the oh, star of Pawn Stars. Awesome, yeah. And, and we, were, we were chatting with him, and one of the things that he shared was that one of the hardest parts about doing a television show, and this will lead to the podcast, and one of the hardest parts about doing a television show is anybody can come up with an idea for a show. But a season sure. is like 20-some-odd episodes, and really what a television company wants is they want this thing to be able to go three or four years. So literally, can you come up with 100 ideas? And if you can't come up with 100 ideas, if this show cannot be done 100 times, it never makes it as a show. When I got thinking about podcasting and realizing that really what you want to do is publish at least once a week, at least once a week. If you don't 
do once a week, you're not going to get any traction. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of podcasts that publish twice a week, but there's a lot of podcasts that don't publish monthly. Right. And you're just not going to get following and habitual listeners and participation and things along that lines. When I thought about, well, you got to do this once a week. Well, that means to go a year, you got to have 50 ideas. So the first question when I was thinking about, well, what do I want a podcast is I had to find something that I knew I could do 50 times. Because I also sort of felt like, well, if you could do it 50 times, by the time you go through a year, you should be able to have a bunch more. So when it came to these stories about businesses, I just started writing down companies that I hadn't researched yet, but I knew the story about. And I wrote them down. I wrote them down, wrote them down, wrote them down. And it did not take me long until I literally had 40. Right. And I went, okay, I can come up with an idea every week. And what's really interesting is I still add to that document because I'll come to things. And I have things that a year and a half later were put on that document before starting I haven't gotten to yet. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I have all these early ideas, but wait a second, this one's so cool. I can't, yeah. Here's one's come along and I actually can find some details on it. So for whatever reason, you know, even when I was in high school, I was always interested in business and read business books and business magazines. And I did business as my degree in university and always been fascinated about it. But the thing I wanted to do is we've all heard stories and lessons from companies that are big. Oh, you know, Apple does things this way, so you should do it this way. Well, that's only useful to somebody who's a CEO of a large company. And the vast majority of us are not that. What? Come on. We are. (laughs) So what I wanted to do was talk about the things that these businesses did when they were little, because I think that's a lesson that all of us can apply to our small business, our life, our department that we run, those lessons are far more usable. And those are the stories I wanted to tell. I just wanted to share those lessons. Well, and that was going to be my question to you was, so you've got these awesome stories about companies and how they how they became empires, as you say, but what's the tying of them together? So how did you come up with tying it to a lesson? That's thematic, right? We get to, this is the lesson we can learn by these decisions made by Coca-Cola. Yeah, that was the template. Frankly, an episode doesn't get created until there's clarity around a couple of lessons. And I guess, first of all, to me, that made it a little bit more interesting, definitely makes it more challenging, but I also think it makes it useful. In other words, if a business owner, an entrepreneur, a busy person is giving me 20 minutes of their time, and if I can distill that down into a lesson that they can use, it's more valuable. It takes it from being a really interesting, entertaining story, which is awesome, to a really interesting, entertaining story in which I can apply something to it in my life. Very, no, very smart. Now, I know you gave Dave the week off, but (laughs) this podcast isn't a podcast without Dave Young. True. I think people want to know why. Why Dave Young? How how did you guys connect to do this? Yeah, that's, you know, sometimes the universe just gives you a signal. So I had been thinking about doing a podcast and I knew I wanted to do that rather than a written blog because I'm much more of a speaker than a writer. And there's a host of other things, you know, podcasts, what I like about it is you can build that regular listenership and engagement and things along that lines. So I already kind of decided I wanted to do a podcast and I was already playing around with 
formats. I already knew I wanted to be a lesson. I already knew I wanted to be, you know, 20 minutes long. I was approached by Dave. Dave called me one day. There's a thing I presented to partners at one of our partner meetings. And it was encouraged that I create a video to recap this idea and train this idea to people. And David reached out to me and he wants some further insight. And I said, well, why don't we, why don't we just record this conversation? And then I'll just post that to the partner site. That becomes my training video. For me, it was like easy button. Right. And I talk, it's an internal thing, so I don't have to edit or anything. And I load it up, job done. Then one day I'm listening to Roy Williams, our founding partner, and he made a comment on the video. And he said, boy, Dave and Steve are so great together. I felt like I was just watching the Tonight Show. There's this real natural dynamic that was really entertaining. And I went, that's how we're going to do this. And so I approached Dave and I said, Dave, do you want to do this? And Dave was like, yeah, that'd be cool. So, okay. So that's an, <laughs> so an wow. accident. An accident. <laughs> it's, it's very serendipitous. Yeah. Very serendipitous. So you've now got this, you got this idea. You want to do a podcast. You know, you're yeah. a story collector. You want to teach lessons and give people, you know, real valuable lessons they can use. And these things give powerful punches. And I think that's what the listeners have been saying. I mean, if you read through the, the comments on, on Facebook and Instagram and, and people are, are responding to it. So that means there's a lot of prep work, right? I mean, like, I'm just thinking about, I know you do research. How much is this scripted? How much is this like, cause you want a very specific point you want to get across. How much is Dave going like, Oh no, I, I want to say this here. Like how much does that happen? Yeah. Common question. Really, really. Common because it doesn't, cause it always seems so like, you know, Oh, uh, you know, uh, Stephen just told me we're going to be talking about blah, blah, blah. And then he goes right into it. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. He must know. So the first half dozen, we would get together before recording. We, and we record these in clumps. And the first half dozen, we would get together and I would give him a couple of minute outline of what it was we're going to talk about and what the lesson is and a little bit of background on the company. Then we would go into the recording and they were good. I don't know when that switched, and it may have even been one of those ones that we just didn't have time to go through or decide to record an extra one. I can't even remember what happened that made that happen, but we suddenly did one with no preparation on Dave's part, where I just said, we're recording this. Oh. And we went into it. And both of us afterwards was, that was so much better. That was just so much better. And in fact... It was even odd because he took it down a few paths that I didn't even think about. Right. And we decided after that, that's how we're going to do it from now on. Well, and of course, Dave was thrilled because it was less preparation work for Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Secretly, it was Dave's plan all along. Exactly. This worked out according to plan. It worked out according to plan. (laughs) And, And so literally, before recording... I'll just say to Dave, hey, Dave, what we're talking about is Warby Parker. Now, the only question you may ask, you may go, oh, Warby Parker, the eyeglass people. I said, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Okay. And then he takes a minute and he decides what his intro is going to be and the first thing he talks about and we just roll from there. Now, I have my bullet point notes in front of me in terms of the outline of the story that I want to tell and we sometimes go off track and I do know the lessons that I want to bring it back to, but that's that's the level of scripting that okay. we're doing so, on it. But I was going to say, because the, the earlier episode, I mean, you know, it's like almost anything. You, you start doing something new and you're like stiff and robotic and, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden it starts to feel more natural. But I remember at one point in me listening to the podcast where I went, 
wow, did they ever enjoy that podcast? Like the two of you just all of a sudden enjoyed, I could hear it. You could hear laughter. You could hear spontaneity. You could hear it. It comes across better. I mean, like you, they say that you can hear a smile over the radio. Right. And then so it, it has to be the same for, for podcasting. Anyway, I, it, yeah, I, I can, I can't tell you the episode. I just remember hearing this elevation in, in the way you guys produced. Yeah. And that um, was probably the one where, where that changed. And we just found it was a much better, it was just a much better format. It's just yeah. much. And, and I think this is one of the things, if I was going to give recommendations to people who are thinking about doing a podcast or something along this lines, you know, one of them is make sure that you can come up with a just crap ton of ideas. Right. Um, the other is be open to discovery in this. Like, it was a discovery that the Dave and I format worked. It was a discovery of not doing the preparation made it better. Be open. Try some different things and sort of go, oh, that worked really well. That worked really poorly. Like there are some episodes that I know at a certain point I'm going to go back and redo because I was very unhappy with how they turned out. And I right. know why. I will not make that mistake again. Just watch for those things and be open to it. Just be open Perfect. to observing it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, and it, that kind of leads us into a thought that I had, which was, would you start another podcast? Like, would you do two? Would you run two of them side by side? I would be on another podcast. You know, there's certainly more frequent publishing certainly helps you in terms of analytics and audience and, and all of that technical stuff. It's a lot of extra work. So you got to be prepared for that. Like, I was figuring it out between research and recording and editing and all this other stuff. You know, I'm probably six to eight hours of work into a podcast. And I have other people who help me. I don't do the production. I don't do the social media posting. You help with, with the number of things. I don't do it all. So that, that's great. The disadvantage on podcasts is if I was going to add something extra to it, I might look at YouTube just because there's some advantages to YouTube in terms of building, I think it's easier to build audience in YouTube because of the analytics around YouTube helps you a little bit more than podcasts. But there's pros and cons, but then there's more production, it's a little harder to produce and things along that line. So everything has pros and cons, right? Stay tuned, we're gonna wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. Man, I love that. What? Actually, they've all been good. What are you talking about? The ads at the beginning. Oh. Yeah, I wish I had ads like that. You can. I can? Yeah, book a starter session with Steven. Really? Uh-huh. That's the first step. To what? Getting great ads. You think I could have ads like that for my business? It's kind of boring. Absolutely. Plumbing isn't sexy and we've heard great ads for them. You're right. So, gonna do it? Do what? Book a starter session. I guess so. Why not? Good. Can't wait to hear your ad in this podcast. Book your starter session on this podcast's website. Just visit theempirebuilderspodcast.com and click on Get Started. Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. Podcasting for you was, you you went into it wholeheartedly knowing it's not easy to build out a successful, highly listened to, highly engaged podcast. Yes, and one of the places you need to start, I believe, first of all, you have to start with committing to it for a year, not worrying about how much your audience builds. I think you have okay. to just commit to that and just hammer through that. The, I think we saw what the average number of episodes per podcast is something like eight. Most people give up. The second thing is worry less about whether this will be interesting to other people. Just believe that if this is interesting to you, 
there'll be people out there that find it interesting. You have to almost start with scratching your own itch because otherwise, I don't know whether you can maintain, if it's not something that is super interesting to you, I don't know whether you can maintain it. That's a brilliant segue. I have one question I wrote down that this now helps to answer that specific thing about scratching your own itch. What has been your favorite episode? My favorite episode is Uncle Nearest, the whiskey. Uncle Nearest whiskey was my favorite episode. Just the journey that Fawn Weaver went on and how she just got sucked down this path by a story that was not her own story. Just to me, that's my favorite. That doesn't surprise me because story yeah. is your thing. Yeah. Like to me, that makes perfect sense. And it's really why I think most people listen to your podcast. And my second favorite, Sleeman's Ale. So it's all alcohol. It's the alcohol ones. Sleeman Ale, just again, because the family, there's some weird twists in that because he was, while it's the family story, he was adopted and he was the name. Like there's just all this extra weirdness that went into it that you were just like, this is just really cool. But those would be my favorite ones right now. Okay, I have two questions left. Yeah. What's the one episode that you would say surprised you? As far as whether, and I don't care what the surprise is, whether it was the engagement you got on it, the the amount of the strangeness, I, I don't care. What was the What was the episode that surprised you? Still surprises me. Volkswagen. <laughs> So we did some shorts to promote Volkswagen. So these little ads that we're putting on Facebook and what's been six months ago, and we are still getting people commenting on the ads. So I can talk to this because I am involved because I do the social media posting and, and I watch it. And it's incredible to me. And I wouldn't have thought that one, if I'm honest, I thought Dr. Dr. Berkeley would have been up there because he was just a weird crap. <laughs> pot dude but anyway um so i guess that's my the one that surprises me the most but but no but the, the amount of engagement that we have on social media for a podcast about a bug about a volkswagen beetle and it's the nostalgia that it brought out in so many people and it wasn't the post that got the engagement it was the advertisement that got the engagement it's a weird you're right it's a weird spot yeah. okay so i i think we've been on for a little bit here and i definitely want to get to what's next where's the podcast going what can your listeners expect next continue doing it i'm enjoying doing it yeah. Dave's enjoying doing it we are at a stage now where audience is really building strong on it so that's exciting there's lots more stories to tell haven't run out of them for sure going to continue perfect w one of the other things that i'm working on uh, it's probably going to be about nine months to finish is I'm creating a book, taking these stories and we're going to do it as a book. But the thing that we're going to do that's fun is it's going to be short little chapters and they're all going to be written like little Aesop fables. I, I'm trying to be the interviewer here and I, guys, I'm talking <laughs> to the audience now. I, I got to read the first two <laughs> and I know they're not done, but Damn, they're interesting. It's weird. You're weird. You're, you know, people don't, people are, I don't think people are going to understand exactly what that means until they get your hands on the book when it's out. And then, like you said, it's going to be a little while, but thank you because it's weird. And so it's interesting. And it's from here. It's from the, it's all inspired by this podcast, which is incredible. Yeah. And then I'm going to do another comic book. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And going to do it on the power of storytelling. So basically it's a 
comic. For people who don't know, I did a comic book on how to raise prices. And, and when we say comic book, like, I mean, like, comic book. Oh, no, it's a comic book. So I'm going to do one along the same lines, and it's going to be around, you know, the power of storytelling and how to create a business story. Awesome. Just keep putting out content because there's some really cool things that we've learned over the last little bit from your stuff. I want to say thank you for, you know, humoring my idea here to <laughs> to interview you. I, I think I was jealous. I was behind the scenes working on things and I was like, I, I got to get on air. How do I do? Okay, let me interview Steve. So, but thank you because I think this is interesting. I, I, I think people really needed to understand a little bit about why. And I mean, it's been a long run. I mean, this has been a great podcast. So thank you for your time. The other thing that I'm going to say to people is we all suffer from our own blind spots. So for example, you were going to talk about Dr. Brinkley. So Dr. Brinkley, people want to go back and listen to, was a story about a you know a doctor during the depression. And I was very hesitant to do it because he's a complete quack. Like he ripped people off. <laughs> he was a complete charlatan. And I was hesitant to do something about somebody who was a charlatan, but there were lessons to be learned there. And when I did it at the time, and for the longest time, it was one of our most popular episodes. Absolutely. It isn't any longer, but it carried that for a long time. And another one that's been really popular was doing the demise of, of Eastman, which was suggested by Gary Bernier. And Gary and I did it together, and I was hesitant to do that. And it turned out to be really popular. So when you approached me on the idea of this, is let's give this behind the scenes, I was like, you know what? Every time I'm hesitant to do it, it turns out great. So maybe I should just stop being hesitant and just go, yeah, let's do that. That's it. <laughs> Give the audience what they want. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I look forward to the next 100 episodes. It's going to be a fun ride. There's lots of stories still to tell. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share us. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave us a big, fat, juicy five-star rating and review. And if you have any questions about this or any other podcast episode, email to questions at the Empire Builders Podcast.com.